Hello, my name is Scotty. And my name is Michelle. Welcome to There Is a Season podcast. For everything there is a season, which is Ecclesiastes 3.1. We are a mother-daughter duo here to discuss the struggles and joys of everyday life for women with a biblical perspective. So pour yourself a cup of tea, which mm-hmm. is what we love, mm-hmm. and or whatever drink you would like, and join us for today's discussion. We today are discussing the promises of God and why they are so important to us. So obviously there are there are so many, so many. Um, one book that actually comes to mind, Mom, is um, I was. I think I was given it when I was grad- when I graduated high school. It's just called the Bible Promise Book. Like it's I don't it didn't really have an author with it, and I tried looking it up, and it really? came up on a bunch of different sites, but like Christian book site and all that stuff. It just said the Bible Promise Book, and it has like thousands of promises that are laid out in Scripture. So nice. if anyone's looking for a book that actually just lays them all out, if you're like a paper person, or even if you just read audiobooks or you if read you, audiobooks? Yeah, <laughs> with your eyes. You read aud- No, if you listen to audiobooks, if you, I was thinking if you read, like, on a Kindle, that's what I was thinking, or on an iPad, like, if you read okay. non-paper books. I can't think of the word. Digital books? Yeah, those. Okay. That book is good. Obviously, reading the actual Bible is good, too, but what I'm saying... What's the name of it again? It's the Bible, no, the Bible promise book. Yeah. Oh. It's good. Yeah, I really like it. Hmm. It's It goes through sections, so it has, like, um, you can go through the categories of, um, you can look up words like anger, and then go, and it takes you to all these different, oh, like, yeah. promises or all these different passages of scripture that discuss that and what God says about them. And um, it can be loss, and go through all those, and here's all these promises, you know, um, if you're going through loss or grief or whatever, and you can go through them, and here's all these promises that God has given you during that season of your life. Dad had a book like that. It was like it was like super bright orange, and you could look up. It wasn't a promise book, but it was it was like topics, and you could topographical look up, for the Bible. Yeah, like you could look up a specific topic. Like you could look up divorce, oh, and it yeah. would tell you all the scripture yeah. about divorce. You could look up. Like you said, anger. But, but it was, was that one more just like scriptural rather yeah. than just like promises? Yeah. yeah. It was it was almost like a dictionary, but it was, but with Bible Probably verses. like a concordance almost, sounds uh, like. A little different. It was like a little handheld book. but Okay. I know you have a couple of verses that you wanted to go over. So. I do. I do. So I was, I, I, I do the version Bible app. And so I do a devotion. This is not a paid a, promotion, by the way. We just really like it. Yes, exactly. I mean, they could pay us if they want to. But, That'd be yeah. great. <laughs> right. If you're listening out there, you version, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, back to scripture. So anyway, I was doing my devotion on there. I tend to do my morning devotion on there. I have um, usually several. I think right now I have like 26 different devotions what? saved on there. I, I Because I see them and I like them. Oh, okay. Them. You're saying they're saved on yeah, there. Not I started. thought you were like, I'm going through 26 different devotions right now <laughs> no. all at the same time. No, I have them saved. But so I have two of them going right now. And um, one of them was praying through the promises of God. Mm, yeah. And so we had, we had talked about this, that we wanted to talk through some of the promises of God because as Christian women and, you know, just the struggles of life, like without the promises of God, 
like what are we left with like yeah that is, i mean that is not even just as women but just anyone right i mean the well, promises yeah. of god help us through every day right we just to be able listening. to cling to i mean i even just wrote down a few things here before we actually get into reading scripture like i wrote god wants this for your life even more than we want this for our life mm-hmm. uh, for us to like pray through those promises or cling to those promises because for a little while i actually thought of god as like a dictator and he's not it's mm. he wants this love for us he wants us to feel loved he wants us to have peace in our life he wants us to have joy in our life he wants us to have all these different things because he is those things he is love he mm-hmm. is joy he is peace and he wants us to have those in our life because he knows how troublesome this world can be he knows all the trials that we're about to face he knows all those things and so he offers all of those and he wants us to have all of those and so sometimes it's just a matter of us praying through those promises or praying through those passages of scripture asking him to help us you know help me have peace help me have joy in my life help me find these things so that i can have a joy-filled peace-filled life and obviously it's 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 difficult to look at that and say okay but you don't understand like i'm going through a lot in my life right now and i just don't know how peace i just don't understand how mm-hmm. like i could have joy here i don't understand how i can have peace, and yeah. it's not necessarily like a oh my life is falling apart and i'm just going to go gallivanting down the street <laughs> singing you know yeah i've got the joy down in my heart and it's it's not necessarily that but it's it's that that wonderful hope in our heart to know, okay, everything is falling apart, but I have a God who loves me and he's holding everything together for me, even though everything feels like it's falling apart. Yeah. But it actually makes me think of a quote I read, and I'm probably butchering this, but it, it was basically giving the illustration of a cross stitch and how on one side of a cross stitch, it's this beautiful piece like you see all these threads that are weaving together to create this image and saying that's the side that god sees he's the one that's cross-stitching but have you ever seen the back of a cross-stitch oh yeah oh and it's like okay that's what we're seeing or like you know a sock that has a pattern on it and it's inside out and you're like what (laughs) is that (laughs) and then you flip it inside or backside in and you're like oh you know it's a taco cat or you know whatever (laughs) and you're like i would have never guessed that so it's like sometimes we're only seeing those thread random colors and threads and they don't look like they make a picture but he's seeing the end result he's seeing all of that and so it's not necessarily like i said skipping down the street joy it's it's that knowing god has it yeah in control yes and so that's why these promises are so important and we wanted to start with these too because honestly one scripture should be the foundation of every part of our lives not as like hey you know if you love me you would follow my commandments no it's if you love like if you have love in your heart then you will follow my commandments you know yeah and so it's it's not a dictatorship of you know he has a whip and god wants to crack us with it if we're not following it's no i i want this for your life because I have so much to offer you, and I I want you to have this. I want you to have the love, joy, peace, and all those different things. And so we wanted... Well, actually, that was one of the verses, kind of, 
that came up in in my scripture reading actually this morning and it's Zephaniah 317 and yeah. I don't know why but the name makes me laugh yeah I, the book of Zephaniah is not exactly the <laughs> book that I go to to like I'm gonna get some promises from God in the book of Zephaniah but you know here it was in my morning reading this morning and so I just want to read it I, I don't know it was it, I loved it so Anyway, it says, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Mm. So it's Zephaniah 3.17. So, like I said, the book of Zephaniah is not my first book to run to, but it was there this morning, and I just felt so encouraged by it. And so that was one of the verses I really wanted to share um, as a promise of God because, like, he does rejoice over us. He 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 joys over us with singing mm, and mm. you know, he saves us. Like there's so much to be joyful and I love that picture of God though of like I said I used to think of him as a dictator and just thinking of him as a like a joy-filled person like yeah. it, it almost gives me like Santa Claus vibe like just a <laughs> jolly. jolly yeah, jolly man. Um but anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Well, that, that was all I had. I, I, you know, that was one of the verses I just really wanted to share. And, you know, that just encouraged me that this morning that the Lord thy God is in the midst of thee is mighty. You know, he's mighty. Like, he's so much stronger than, than we think. We tend to put him in a box and just think, you know, God can only do the things that I think he can do. Mm. You know, if you really think about the things that I believe somebody can do. Like, I believe, you know, Heath built this studio. Mm-hmm. I believe he can do that. That is so minimal. And then you think of the things that we think God can do, and it's phenomenal. Like, I, and I don't even, I can't even wrap my head around the things that God can do. I know. I've heard so many wonderful stories from people throughout the years of just different blessings after blessings of God did this for me, and it's, it's things like you wouldn't even think of. Like there was a lady I was talking to who said her daughter didn't have any clothes to wear and she was praying for clothes for her daughter. And I think they just moved into an apartment after that. And I I could be getting some of the details wrong. So forgive me if I am, but she said that she was just praying. She walked into her daughter's closet and she started praying and she said, Lord, fill this closet with clothes for my daughter. And maybe like an hour or two later, one of the tenants from the same building said, I bought all these clothes for, um, you know, so-and-so who was supposed to come visit me for Christmas and they weren't able to make it and I can't get them to them for Christmas. So would you know anyone who needs these? And she's like, yeah, actually I do. And kind of told a little bit of her story and they're like, well, here you go. And they were her daughter's size and everything. And it was a whole armful of brand new clothes with tags still on them. And that was just kind of a, I mean, obviously we need clothes, but that was in the grand scheme of life. That was kind of a small need. You know, sometimes it's even like, Lord, I have a headache and, you know, please help me to get through this day. Yeah. Like when you're at work and, you know, you have to function and you're like, I just, my head hurts and I can't function and I'm trying and, you know, there's times where God comes through on times like that and just gets you through your day. And I... And those are so, so like small compared to the things that he does on a big grand scale oh, yeah. that we might not even see. And the verse that it, it says, he saves. 
Like, I can't even think of how many times he's probably saved me from myself, even. Like, he's saved me from my sins. Yeah. But how many times has he saved me from myself? Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? the truth. No kidding. And Every so, day. yeah, really, all of my uh, life decisions and everything, but just how amazing is he and that we can cling to that verse he saves and he has joy in us and even though he knows everything about us he knows all of our flaws all of our mistakes all of our thoughts and everything and he still chooses to joy in us and so that's that's really comforting to me personally as well i'm gonna go ahead and read one of the verses that really stuck out to me as i was researching for this topic so this one's found in Isaiah 58, and it's verse 11. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones, and thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. So this one, I mean, this one just brought peace to mm-hmm. my heart because I've felt so many, many, many times that my soul was in drought. And I mean, so many of us have gone through things like that, that our souls have felt in just times of need, times of despair, times of sorrow, um, times of what in the world am I going to do? I I don't even know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so when it said, he will guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought. And so it, it's not, he might guide you. He right. he might think about it. That was probably one of the biggest verses when, so my middle son, Joshua, had a wayward time. And that's another topic we will definitely talk about um, probably in the couple weeks. We don't want to start out with the real heavy topics, but... um, Here's all of the baggage. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So my my middle son, so my three kids, we talked about in the last episode, I have three children. Scotty's the oldest, so Mm -hmm. her younger brother, Joshua, and then her youngest brother, Christian. So I have two boys and one girl. So the middle one, of course, they're always the trouble child. So he had a time in his life where he was just wayward and... um, just after graduation and a bad breakup with a girlfriend and trying to figure out life. And I just, that time, I have such a heart for kids, 18-year-old kids, I guess, is probably my biggest passion and heart because trying to go from being in high school and then trying to figure out life where the whole world tells you you're supposed to have everything figured out by the time you're 18 and know what you're doing for the rest of your life and know, you know... Yeah. And sometimes kids don't even know what their next step is. And so mm-hmm. my biggest thing is you just need to take that next step. What yeah. is your next whatever, step? Whatever it may be. Whatever it might be. Is that getting a job? Is that going to college? Is that, you know, moving out of mom and dad's house? Whatever mm-hmm. that is, you just have to take that next step and then figure out the next yeah. one. You don't have to have it all figured out. And this but verse talks about God will guide you. Yes. Yes. And so like when Joshua was going through that and just he's trying to figure out life. He's trying to figure out this breakup with who he thought was the one at 18, you know, Mm -hmm. and just graduating high school. And like, I was trying to guide him. And of course, being 18 and a guy, he didn't want no part of it. And so (laughs) mom's trying to tell me what to do. What? Yes. (laughs) Yes. And so there was a lot of head butting and a lot of arguing and a lot of mom, I don't need another lecture, please. 
And there was a lot of screaming, and there was a lot mm. of, mm. yeah, I don't know, things rolling through the air, not at each other, <laughs> luckily, but just through the air, we'll just say that. And sometimes through the backyard, and... Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so... I wasn't around for all of this. Yeah, so it was just a really hard time. It was hard on him, I know. Mm. It was hard on me. Mm. And I just remember clinging to that, like, God is going to guide me, and God, I don't see your hand in this. Mm. How is this furthering your kingdom? And I've asked that. Yeah. How is this going to further your kingdom? God, this is so hard. Yeah. How is this doing anything for you? And then a year goes by, two years go by, whatever it is, and you see all things work together for good Mm. for those that love God and to those who are the called according to his purpose. And the thing I love about the KJV... Man, if I could talk. (laughs) The English language, you know. The KJV version of that, it says the called. Mm. It's not a called, you know. There's a big difference between, between being a called person and being the called person. Mm. It makes it so much more personal. And I am called by God. I am a called person by God. And so, you know, God promised me that all things will work together Mm. for good. Yes. For those that love him. I will tell you, on the other side of that story is a 24-year-old man, 25, 24, 24-year-old man, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who is going to Bible college, finally. he's um, He was the oldest freshman on campus, but he They is... think he's the wise one now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they all refer to him as the 30-year-old, but he's 24. Um, going to Bible college. He is engaged to be married and... To a wonderful person, by the way. Oh my gosh, she is beautiful. And, you know, seeking the Lord. Yeah. And going into ministry. And it does work out. And even though... We don't know how it's going to work out. All we can do is cling to God's promises Mm. day after day. You get up every single day and you Mm. cling to that promise that God has given you. Yeah. And you keep on going. And like I said, you don't need to know that next step. You just need to know what is my step now? What do I have to do now? What am I doing today? And that is reading through scripture and clinging to that promise that God, Mm. even if it's just one. Yeah. Like yeah. reading one, and I'm going to cling to this today, and then tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to cling to another promise. Yes. And one even though. Foot in front of the other. <laughs> yes, exactly. And even though you might cry every single day, all the way to work and all the way home. Yeah. I've done that too, every mm. day. I have too. But you still cling, and God just. That's what He desires of us. We yeah. seek Him. Mm-hmm. You know, we. You know, seek ye first the kingdom of God, right. and all these things will be added unto you. And that's what he's talking about. It's not like we have to have it all figured out. It's not right. that we have it's to... just one step. Right. We don't have to have it figured out in our own minds. He has it figured out, and we just have to be willing to cling to those promises he's, when it think, when it seems like there's no hope. He's teaching us to walk. Yeah. There's yeah. so many passages of scripture that talk about walking with God. And I think about, like... It, it sounds so easy, but if you look at a baby learning to walk, like, I think of y- your pastor's son, and <laughs> buddy. watching him grow up, and, you know, for a child, when they're learning to crawl, and then they're in that next phase of life of learning to walk, it's not like, okay, you've seen us do it a million times, why can't you get up and walk already? Yeah. You know, it's, no, it's like, okay, here, hold my hands, I got you. You teach them, you kind of like pull them a little bit so you can teach them how to move their legs in that direction. Learn that balance, learn that. And 
it's really clumsy and it's really awkward at first and obviously you know every adult in the room is laughing because it's so funny to watch little kids as they learn to walk or sometimes they just like drag their feet behind them and you're just dragging your child (laughs) and you're just like okay come on like let's get this um but I think of the the joy that we have seen in him learning to walk and that's how Christ looks at us Mm. as we are learning to walk with him he doesn't look at us and say, um, okay, you see all these other people walking with me? Now do it. It's Yeah, or like here. they're walking so much better than you. Right. It's, so why aren't you as good as Hold my hands, yeah. and I'm going to teach you. And it's just one step at a time. And then even when we get to that point where we are learning to walk, taking those steps, it's, I mean, think of like your joys of when me and Josh and Chris were learning. And, you know, every parent looks forward to those first steps. It's like, mm-hmm. <gasps> They did it. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Did you see that? Or yeah, and you, you want to share it with the whole world? Right. And that's how Christ feels about us as we are learning. It's not, okay, well, you're in this trial and you kind of feel like you're drowning and you are told many times in scripture to walk the walk. So, um, good luck. Yeah. Let's <laughs> well, get to it. Yeah. It's, you know, here, it's okay. Hold my hand. I got you. I'm Just here with you. Just take the next step. Just take a step. Yep. You know, I, I am holding on to you, and I am walking you in this direction. And even though we we might not know what that step is, it's yeah. okay. Like, maybe it's calling somebody that you know might have some wisdom for you and saying, okay, like, I don't really know what to do. Do you have any advice for me? And then be willing to listen yeah. to it. Yes. And... Or it might be, okay, I don't know what to do, so I'm going to dive into scripture. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to read this book on colleges, if you're in that age. Or um, I don't really know what to do about my child. Yeah. In whatever situation that may be. So you might go to an older mom. Or mm-hmm. you might go to your mom. Or, yeah. um, you know, those types of situations where that is a step. It's not everything. Your whole situation isn't fixed. But it's a step. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a detective novel. You know, you have to find one clue and then the next clue and then the next clue mm-hmm. and then all the pieces fall together. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you have to have everything figured out. It's not, oh, you just have to toughen up and f- figure out life. And here, you know, I'm just going to drop you on your yeah. feet and hope you find your way. It's it's this guidance, this gentle guidance of, I got you. It's okay. Just keep following. Yep. Keep following, keep picking up scripture, and keep reading that one promise. Yes. So I think that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for joining us. We um, This is going to be a series that we are going to continue. We have a few more promises that we want to go through. So we're thinking maybe the next couple of episodes will be over the promises of God. And like we said, if you have any topics that you would like to have us discuss or any questions that you have, we don't know everything, obviously. We're not... Um, we're not pastors, we're not Bible theologians, we are just here to share what Mm -hmm. God has taught us and share scripture with you and share people in our life, um, which are coming up in in a few episodes after this series. But if you want to talk to us, we do have an email. It is thereisaseason, all one word, dot ecc3 at gmail.com. And... So if you wanted to get in touch with us, that's a great way to send us an email and we will love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye.